What's up, guys? What's up? We're doing things a little bit differently. A lot different. A lot different. It's, there's nothing a little bit about it. Two biggest changes that were what we're doing today, tonight. Yeah. First big change is we are outside. Yeah, so perfect. A car is <laughs> driving by. I don't know if you'll hear it because we're going to put music under. That's no, not do. a sound effect. So um, you're, yeah, you're probably going to hear traffic. Well, I mean, traffic. I feel like in our neighborhood, people like, it's just like, do donuts all the time yeah, and peel out for some reason. A lot of peeling out, a lot of like revving of the engine. The a lot of Hondas with no mufflers. You know what I'm saying? For real. And then the odd airplane driving by. Dogs, Dogs barking. Dogs barking. But we wanted to do something a little different in the spirit of Halloween. Yes. So we're sitting outside. We got a fire going. Um, and we're going to read some scary, scary stories on Reddit. Yeah, we're, we're going to be on a couple Ask Reddits, like creepy stories, creepy encounters. And I'm like legitimately worried about this because anytime we like watch a remotely scary show, I get Victoria freaked out. is freaked out for I get like so, weeks. Yeah, it's and bad. And it pisses me off. It does because Matt's like, it's not real. Like, well, these stories are real. Watch no. me be li- less freaked out <laughs> with this than like. Right. I got scared at Haunted Mansion when I was like 12 years old. In I your defense, like, oh. that movie is kind of freaky. It is freaky for being geared towards kids. Yeah, it's a little, sp- little spiritual. Yeah, I feel like I just get, it's not even the thing itself like that we watch that freaks me out. It's like my mind afterwards, like there's somebody in our house that's broken in and is going to kill us. Yeah. Which. Which is fun for me. Yeah. Because like I have to announce myself coming into every room. Like I'm coming in here to brush my teeth. Otherwise, like (laughs) I'll walk in the room. She'll scream. It'll scare me. Yeah. I'll freeze. Can we, you can not include this if you don't want to be outed, but... I feel like, in particular, there was one scenario that happened that kind of changed the game for us. Essentially, I think it was at night, I don't know, I was showering, and out of nowhere, I'm just showering, I think my eyes were closed because I was rinsing out shampoo, and then all of a sudden, I hear like this joker clown laugh, and I like look up, and I I hadn't processed that it was Matt standing there. I just saw a shadow and I'm like, ah, ah, I like screamed. This is literally the scaredest I've ever seen you. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a very vulnerable position. Like suds all over. I don't know what. Naked in the shower. What and possessed I was, me to do that? Yeah. That I thought that, that would be like funny or a good and idea. Then I screamed like three times really loudly. And I th- I'm pretty sure I ran in place. I was so scared. And then you got scared from me being scared from the awful thing you did. And you were like, relax, it's me. <laughs> I was like. I was terrified, dude. <laughs> like, I literally had chills going down my spine. I have never heard you scream like that. <laughs> I was terrified. And I was just standing there in fear. <laughs> yeah, you were frozen. How do I stop this? It's me. <laughs> if anyone has seen that episode of Grey's Anatomy where there's a bomb in that guy's chest and the wife is screaming, <laughs> that was me. I don't even know. That's such a weird reference. I'm sure someone's going to get it. 
does anyone out there remember Grey's Anatomy episode 987 around the 15 mark mark? Dead. No. I, so I feel like ever since that, I'm like, what is like a high alert? Yeah. That There's was been a, a couple times. There was a time that like I innocently walked in to brush my teeth. It was after like, we watched. <laughs> yeah, it was after we watched the movie Seven. Seven. And I was so freaked out because also Matt is very into vibes for things to be vibey. Oh, yeah. So, oh, if we're watching something spooky, all the lights have to be off. And it's like, why? I'm terrified. Can we turn one light because on? Because it ups the spook factor. There has to be some compromise. <laughs> but yeah, I remember in the apartment we watched Seven and all the lights were off. And I was so freaked out. It was just such a freaky movie. And I don't know. It just freaked me out. And then I remember I was brushing my teeth and I looked in the mirror and nothing was there. And then I looked down to spit. And then I look up and you were standing right there. And then I screamed. And then you got so mad. And I was like, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just terrified from that movie. <laughs> I feel you. And there's something... It was like that classic horror movie of like looking down and looking up and someone being there. You know? Like I started tonight with me being more worried about you being scared. Yeah. But like sitting out here by the fire, like I'm a little spooked right now, dude. Are you really? I'm like a little nervous to get into these posts. I don't want to be scared. I feel like I'm less scared. For some reason, I'm more scared like in our house. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I'm more scared like going into our daughter's room if she's like wakes up in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, God help me. Yeah. Protect us. <laughs> Hurry up. I'm trying to sleep. Dead. Not really. Um, should right, we? Should we get into it? So. Also, viewer discretion is advised, I guess, if you're too scared like, to yeah. listen to this one. If you are under 18. <laughs> I don't think anyone listening to But just there might be some trigger warnings. Yeah. Because like we I haven't vetted any I like know. we haven't read anything. Yeah, we're just gonna look at some spooky things. And yeah, if spooky things creep you out and you think you're gonna be too scared, like do not you don't like don't feel obligated to watch this. Listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Should we jump in? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So the first Reddit post we're going to be reading from is titled In the Spirit of Halloween Paranormal or Not What is the scariest creepiest or most unsettling experience of your life? So this top one says 15 years old I had just gotten home from work so I went to my bedroom to change out of my work clothes and get ready for bed I'm in the middle of undressing when I look to my bedroom window to catch my reflection and see a man's face. I dropped to the floor and turned off the lights, scrambling to get dressed, still watching the window. The face is gone, but I'm still watching. Then, a freaking camera. No face, just a camera pointed sitting at me, pointed at me sitting on the floor. I bolt from my room and tell my mom and brother. My brother went outside and our ladder from the backyard was lying there, but nobody around couldn't sleep for a year after that just stared at that window that uh, would terrify me dude. i'd insist on moving like just looking up and like legitimately seeing a face oh, that's so creepy 
That's terrifying. That's why I'm always like wanting our windows closed. And then the fact that she scrambled and there's like a camera like filming her. <sighs> uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, reading things like this, like this is a probably very, 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 very rare occurrence. Yeah. Like, I know no one's going to be peeping on me. No one's going to wa- want to watch a middle-aged man, you know, sudsen up his butt cheeks. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I have to make this lighthearted to get through it. <laughs> but, um, like, this makes me not, like, trust people. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when we first got married, you were always so sketched out. Like, anytime we went on vacation to, like, an Airbnb or Verbo, like, you were afraid oh, yeah. there was going to be cameras. Uh, yeah. I remember on our honeymoon, we stayed at this place that was, like, an Airbnb. And it was, like, pretty secluded. It was, like, in the mountains or something. It could have been, like, a horror movie. Yeah. Like, we could have, like... Driving there, I was, like, ooh. It was, like, middle of nowhere in California. Yeah. And... I remember the like the place we were staying. Yeah, it was pretty secluded, but there was like a window in the shower, and I was like, "This is weird. I hate this. I don't like that." And you were like, "No one's gonna be looking. No one's gonna be like the f- closest house is super far away." And I was like, "Yeah, but you can still see the house and you can see the windows. And who's to say there's not someone with a military grade binocular trying to stare?" Yeah. And so I remember. Um, I think your aunt had put together like a bride survival kit that I had taken with me <laughs> and there was like Velcro in it. So I grabbed like a towel that they had and I Velcroed the towel to the window to create like drapes because I was like, I'm not messing around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anyone peeping on me. Yeah. I'm always freaked out about them. Like, what if there's cameras in this place? Someone's, you know. And the thing is, that's like a legitimate thing. That is. I mean, I feel like I was ahead of the game on that because you yeah, hear stories about... Yeah, that came out after you were freaked out about yeah. it. It's like... I have good intuition. You're going to end up on the hub one day and be like, what? I don't remember filming this. Dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what hub? <laughs> Got it. Got it. Uh, okay. Hopping into the next post. Well, next comment, yeah. Oh, next comment. That's right. We're, we're on the same post. Um, so this one says, When I was around 16, my rapidly growing family finally moved from the house I had spent my entire life in. As you would expect, we spent a lot of time fondly remembering things we used to do in the house as we were packing everything up. At some point, I decided to go into the downstairs closet with a flashlight and read, something I used to do when I was younger to get some peace and quiet. Now, this is one of those deep closet that closets that goes under the stairs and went back around eight feet and then had a left turn into a very low, maybe three foot high space. The space was largely occupied by a mountain of old blankets and stuffed animals. Of course, this was the most fluffy spot to sit and read. About an hour in, I shift a little bit to get comfortable and I hear a low, slow, warped, hoarse voice say, you always make me happy. I flipped my S and hit my head on the low ceiling and practically broke the door down getting out. After hyperventilating and explaining to my family why there was no color left in my face, I went back to see what it was. 
it was my stuffed little bear from when I was three or four years old that I happened to lean on just right to hit his belly. When I pressed his stomach again, though, nothing. The poor bear I had played, I hadn't played with since I was a toddler, used the last of its power, used its dying breath to tell me I made it happy. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that was kind of like hard at the end, but dude, legit, like halfway through. Okay, because keep in mind, like legit, we have not read these yet. Yeah. Halfway through, I was getting chills. I was like, "What?" Someone is squatting in there. <laughs> you always make me happy. Yeah. Uh, freaky. And things always go so like weird and slow when the battery's dying. Like you know, Olivia's yeah. little wheels on the bus. Oh my gosh! Super creepy. Yikes. <sighs> All right, next one is, when I was a teen, I worked at a cable access studio and made many movies. My neighbors gave me their father's old video camera. They told me he never used it, but it didn't seem to work anymore and had a tape jammed in it. I fixed it up and on the tape was hours of him driving around at night and filming people through their windows. Nothing overly sexual was on it, but there was something unsettling about it and about seeing a peeping Tom peeping Tom footage of a guy eating dinner with his family or for over 20 minutes or over 20 minutes of some girls dancing around in their room. Ugh. Yikes. I don't, I don't get the whole peeping Tom thing. I don't get it either. Especially like, like in that sense where he's just getting a thrill out of like filming people secretly. It's not necessarily sexual. I wonder. Like, that almost makes that, it creepier. Yeah. It's like, why? I don't like it. Humans are just freaky. Yeah. Um, This one says, I was watching scary movies and I got hungry, so I decided to go out for a late night Taco Bell run. Been there. I lived alone at the time, so it was quite a shock when I opened the door and a hand was reaching in after me. I slammed the door on the offending arm and ran and grabbed a butcher knife. After closing all the blinds and sitting in the dark for an hour, I worked up the nerve to look outside. I was shocked to find a bunch of Chinese food menus for a new restaurant scattered all over the ground. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, like probably like someone soliciting. Yeah, like, probably. So, he was probably just putting an ad on the door. Horrible timing. You know, <laughs> what we did, what we do to each other. He was scared of you being scared. <laughs> These are more lighthearted than I thought they would be. Yeah, I'm glad. But I'm sure there's going to be one or two zingers on here, you know? For sure. Okay. My brother and I were probably about seven and five, respectively. We used to wake up every weekend and play computer games before my parents woke up. One day, we turned on the computer and got an eerie message that was directed at us. It said, hello, kid A and kid B. This is your computer talking. I am alive. <laughs> Do not run and tell your parents. They cannot help you now. Turns out my dad had programmed the computer to say that upon startup. This was mid-90s. That's, That's so wholesome. <laughs> yeah. It also reminds me of the episode where Dwight and Pam convince. Oh, when uh, Jim, or and Pam, Jim and Pam yeah. convince Dwight that the computer system is sentient. Yeah. <laughs> So I sorted a little differently. So I might be seeing some different posts than you. Just a heads up. How do um, you sort them? 
I went by top. I did too. You were on best. Oh, am I? Yeah. Dad. So I'll sort mine by top then. Um. Yeah. So these might be a little little creepier now. <clears throat> this one says, "Growing up, my bedroom was the only one that faced the front of the house slash street." When I was about eight or nine, I woke up to my dad calmly but firmly telling me to get up, go into the bathroom, and shut the door. I was annoyed because I was half asleep, but I listened. Apparently, I was more tired than I realized because I fell asleep on the bathroom floor. The next morning, I asked my mom what happened. She seemed oblivious and confused. I looked at my dad like she was crazy, and I asked why he had woken me up. He denied doing it. I was becoming frustrated to the point of tears, but I ultimately let it go. Fast forward to college, I was home one break and I decided to ask again. I had thought of that night on, that night off and on for years and it still bothered me. This time my dad goes, ha, I was wondering if you even remembered that. Turns out that a lot of houses on our block were being vandalized and robbed all of those years ago. Someone had broken into the garage and was inside the house. My room was partially over the garage. My dad heard it happen and quietly got me to safety police were called the guy ran he was never caught however my parents didn't want a terrified kid on their hands so for years they pretended like nothing had ever happened it wasn't supernatural but it was unsettling for sure props to the dad on that because you know if something like that happened to us when we were younger i would not sleep for weeks dude i didn't i didn't sleep in my own bed for three years because i watched I know what you did last summer. <laughs> and then you're getting mad at me for getting scared of things. Okay, I was like five or six. What were you doing watching that movie at five or six? My parents were lax. <laughs> no nudity, no problem. That was their motto. <laughs> Absolutely dead. That is very, gosh, graceful of the parents. That's really cool. That they were like... I don't know how I would be in that situation. Like, to calmly be like, hey, I need you to get up and go in the bathroom. I know. Like, kind of protect their kids' innocence. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. But still, like, get them safe. And, yeah. I don't know if I could calmly do that. I know. I think I'd want to be calm about it. I feel like I would just grab my kid and freaking dip. (laughs) Cars in the garage, are you going to dip? I don't know if I would have, like... The mental fortitude to be thoughtful of like how it would affect my child. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, feel I think like I'd have the afterthought like, of Someone's like, in the house. We gotta go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I sometimes I can't sleep at night, and when I'm freaked out, I think about like if someone were to break in right now, what would I do? Yeah. And I think like I would grab Olivia silently. I would. Like hide in this space until you know what I mean, and like think of all these things. I thought about it too. I don't know why I have like a game plan. I, I hope feel I never like I have would to toss use it. Olivia over the fence, like in my <laughs> parents' yard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And help, like help you up because you're short. Thank you. And then I can hop over myself. I feel like the first step would be. I feel like the first step would be throwing me over, and then throwing Olivia to me instead of just willy nilly throwing her over the fence. But that's true. Drop her over. Um, yeah, we live right next door to Matt's parents' house, by the way. Yeah. So. It's great. It actually is great. But 
That's yeah, what the I wasn't reference being sarcastic. was. <laughs> I borrow stuff all the time. <laughs> we do ask our neighbor for a cup of sugar every now and then. Yeah. Day. Hey, I'm going to walk over and take this. Okay. <laughs> all right. The next one is when I was a kid, I woke up in the middle of the night to my bed shaking. Normally that would scare the crap out of me, but instead I just kind of annoyed. I was just kind of annoyed. I rolled over and muttered, stop it. The shaking immediately stopped. Then a male voice speaks right beside me saying, sorry. That's what freak. That's when I freaked out. I'm pretty sure my childhood house was haunted. Dead. Weird. I love that it's like a nice ghost. Right. Promptly stops and apologizes. Sorry, Canadian ghost. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, this next one's long. I don't know if I'm going to read it. You know, I'm going to read it. Why not? Okay. This one says... Sorry, I'm parched. <laughs> Got dry mouth. Um, this one says, when I was 16 in the mid-90s, a.k.a. the I know everything, I'm invincible, and you can't stop me age... I got in a fight with an acquaintance while a whole bunch of us were hanging out at his house. Stupid fight, can't remember what about, but I decided, F it, I was going home. I lived about five miles away, but I didn't have a car, and since it was 2 a.m., there were no buses, I was going to walk home. In the middle of the night, though, not as safe as it seems neighborhood as a tiny 16-year-old girl. So I did. I think in hindsight, my friends either didn't believe I was going to do it or were too startled by the sudden argument to realize what I was doing. I left the house and started hoofing it. About a mile out, the suburban housing neighborhood melted into a main street with highway access. I started to notice a grayish minivan following me. It would follow me, pass me, turn a corner, and then about three blocks later, it would do the same thing. I mean, really obvious what it was doing. I crossed over to the other side of the street, so I was walking the opposite traffic flow, and thus no car could come up behind me. It kept doing it on the other side of the street. About a mile later, there was a 24-hour Fred Meyer West Coast USA chain grocery all-purpose store. Lights bright, but parking lot empty. I immediately crossed the parking lot and went to head inside. Just before I got to the doors, the minivan that had been following me pulled up into one of the parking spots. A guy called out from the driver's side and said, I don't want you to walk over here. Just stay there and listen. I just wanted to let you know what I was doing. I saw you walking a while back, but I also saw a dark car that was following you. A couple of times you went to turn around or stopped, so it started following you down a parallel side street. When I saw it, I started to follow you both just to make sure you were safe. Go inside the store and call someone to pick you up. Please, I haven't seen the car since you headed across the lot. He waited until I was inside the store and then pulled away. I didn't have anyone to call, so I just let the night cashier know what was going on and hung out with her for about an hour and a half. Then I finished the walk home. I've never forgotten the incident or that man, whoever he was. During the walk, I never saw the dark car he mentioned, but I've always been convinced he saved my life that night. Very interesting. Good looking out. That's really kind. Yeah. I wonder if all these are real too. Because that kind of reminds me. There's like a urban legend. Where. Um, someone was driving home. 
and there was a car that was like tailing them and kept flashing their brights like at them mm-hmm. and then they finally like pulled over and got him like what the heck what's going on why are you following me why are you doing this and like there's someone in the back of your car and every time they like stood up and were about to like kill you I flashed the bright so they ducked back down uh, that's creepy yeah Okay, this next one is not to me, but to my sister. Her husband and her had just had their first child a few months prior. My brother-in-law was working the graveyard shift at his job as my sister stayed home taking care of my nephew. Around 2 a.m., she heard a loud knocking on her back door. She went to go check it out and saw a lady banging on the door asking for my sister to let her in. The lady told my sister that her husband had just beat her down the street and was looking for her. My sister was hesitant to let her in since she had a newborn in the house and didn't want to interfere. She told the lady the best she could do was call 911 or call the police for her. The lady said had told my sister to not call the police and to let her in. This is where my sister got suspicious. She went to get her phone and called 911, and when she went back to the door, the lady was gone. The police arrived a few minutes later, and they told my sister that the same situation happened a few streets down. Apparently, the couple would do this act, do this act to get into people's homes. I'm sure this is very common, but having it almost happen to my sister and my nephew just creeps me out. <sighs> I've actually heard that a lot, like ploys like that to get people to open the door and like get inside and either like break in and steal stuff or do more suspicious things. See, I hate that because. I, there has been, I'm sure, like, legitimate scenarios. Like, I've heard about, like, even things recently where there was, like, a dude that, like, kept some women locked up in his basement. Ugh. And, like, one of them got out and, like, went and, like, banged on neighbor's doors for help and someone helped them. Like, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Like, if someone, like, if I saw on the ring camera 3 a.m. some lady just banging on our door, like, screaming for help... I don't know what I would do. I don't know either. Like, I would want to be that person to let them in to help them. But it's also like, I got to think about numero uno. You know what I'm saying? I think things change when you become a parent, though. I think before we had kids, like, it was more, okay, let me help this person. And then afterwards, you're thinking about your child. You're like, I am not letting anyone that I do not know into this home. I think what I would do is I would be like, yo, hop into the side yard and hide and I'll call the cops. You know what I mean? Yeah. But ain't no way you're you're popping inside. Yeah, no. I've read too many Reddit posts. Lock the door to the garage, shut the dog door. Yeah, that was something recently I read, though. There was like, I don't remember where it was. It was one of those places that you hear about. They're like, oh, that state. Florida. It wasn't Florida. But yeah, there was a dude that was like locking women up in their in his basement. I don't know if he was killing them, but. That is so freaking gross. Yeah. She got out. Good for her. <sighs> yeah, glad she didn't let him in. Right. This one's also really long. I'm going to skip. Okay. 
Um, this one says, on a way to a camping trip, I passed by an old painted up car with decorations of Muppets and stuff on it. Obviously owned by a crazy person who couldn't drive over 50 miles per hour. Without stopping, we passed the same car 40 minutes later. Weird. So weird. That is weird. I don't know if that's creepy. I mean, I guess it's creepy in the sense it's like you see a car that's like driving very slow. That's like very one of a kind. And then you're going the same speed. You pass them. And then 40 minutes later, you pass them again. It would make me feel uneasy for sure. Yeah. I would like start like, what is happening? Yeah. But it wouldn't be like my life is in danger. A lot of these are really long. I'm going to skip that long one. Do you? Um, also because I was kind of skipping it and it seemed terrifying. So <laughs> I, ain't trying to, <laughs> I ain't trying to be scared. I just saw we'll, knife. We'll, we'll uh, link these posts if anyone wants to be terrified. Dig into it at your own discretion. Okay. I've had multiple times when I've woken up in the middle of the night and was sure I could see a figure in, in my room until I turned on my bedside light. Usually this scares me a bit, but my most memorable one was waking up thinking I saw some short figure and at the end of my bed and saying, F off, I'm trying to sleep, then returning to, in, then returning to bury my face in the comfort of my pillow. Seems like it worked. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe it's like a sleep paralysis thing. Yeah. That is weird about sleep paralysis that so many people have like similar experiences. Yeah. There's always like a dark figure that's like. Over them. Over them. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I it's try not freaky. to see like a demon in every corner. You know what I mean? But. I'm not going to get into how cuckoo I am, but I do think there are spiritual forces at work for sure. Yeah. Um, this one says, on my previous job, when our building was still under construction, the only floors that occupied were the first, second, fifth, sixth, and seventh. One time I was alone in the elevator going from the first floor to the sixth floor when suddenly it stopped and opened on the third floor. Normally, I would have just regarded it, but rumors were all over that a ghost child was playing around on the vacant floors. So I pressured the close button as fast as I could. When it closed, I heard noises like someone was tapping their fingers on the walls elevator. The walls of the elevator. Ugh. No thanks. Why'd you have to make that creepy noise? I don't know. <laughs> it's horror folly. Yeah, it's like the, I feel like that's like the scary movies you watch, like, aren't like super freaky on their, on their own, but it's like the added like tense and music and sound effects. It's like, why you gotta do that? I watched a documentary about a guy that like makes sound effects and music for horror films and he has this like really weird instrument that like just makes really creepy weird sounds. Are you getting creeped? No, I just kept. Is it the fire I'm hearing? Probably. 
Alright. So, walking toward a pack of howling dogs, or past... Okay, I can't talk. I'm freaked out. Walking toward a pack of howling wild dogs on the other side of a bush lane. Going to get rid of them to protect my cattle. Several hundred meters away, they got our scent in the wind. Those howls turned to growls and snarls. Ten-year-old me booked it back home. That moment you realized they know you and... Oh, this, is, this is a weird one. That moment you realized they know you and where you are was creepy. That one wasn't that scary. Really. I guess because, like... The... He probably realized that, like, the wild dogs knew where he was uh, after they, like, smelt him. Like, they, like, caught a scent. Yeah. It's just the fire, homie. I know. I'm just... I hate. I'm a little freaked out. <laughs> Someone's gonna, like, jump over our <laughs> fence or something. <laughs> Pray for me when I'm going to brush my teeth tonight. <laughs> And then Ben has to be freaking barking. He's barking at the other dogs. They're barking at us. Um, well, what are they barking at? Us talking. Dead. Us existing. They, ca- they caught our scent. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. All right. This one says, when I was around... That was the only one. Oh. Yeah. Let's read it again. <laughs> this is a very professional podcast. Yeah. Do you want to flip to the the next one? Yeah. I'll read the last one here. Okay. And then we'll switch to the the next post because we're, I think we're about hitting the 30 minute mark. This one says, this was not paranormal, but it was immensely creepy at the time. I was visiting my hometown and decided to pick up my old high school friend from his house and take him to dinner and a drink to catch up. He's kind of stressed and tell me that his ex, with whom he had broken up with over two years prior, had been stalking him and harassing him. I drive home afterwards and it starts to drizzle. As I drop him off at his house, the neighborhood was dark and quiet by now. We both notice a bag tied to my side view mirror. It was likely attached when we were at the restaurant. We open it to see a poorly taken photo of a tree taken at night with, with flash. There was a brief letter, obviously written from his ex, that said, I buried our first level letter under this tree three years ago. The tree is growing from our love. I made sure my friend got into his house all right and got the heck out of there. Wild. I feel like people, it's, I hear weird stories of like stalkery exes and I'm like, thank God we never had to deal with that. I That's don't know. another thing I don't understand is like stalkers. Yeah. Maybe it's because, like, I'm an Enneagram 9, like, I mean, I don't know. I just don't get that aspect of humanity. Yeah, I don't get, like, I never want to seem like a bother or inconvenience to anyone. Yeah. And At the end of the day, I know no means way. no. Yeah. At the, like, to go out of my way to inconvenience and bother someone, I just can't yeah. fathom. I'm worried that this next Reddit is going to get us more freaked out just in the vibe that we are right now because it almost feels like we're camping. I know. But the good news is this was all, these are all camping experiences, so it's not like necessarily something we have to worry about in our house. Yeah, and we just never camp. I did hear a creepy camping story once. I don't know if it was true. Do you want me to share it with you? 
No. <laughs> I would be too freaked out. It's a first-hand experience. No. Well, no, it didn't happen to me. I knew a guy that knew a guy, essentially. Mm. So my friend told me that his uncle would always go camping, like by himself, just to get out into nature and relax. Hell no. And he would always take a Polaroid camera and like take nature photos. And no, like- it wasn't. It wasn't a Polaroid. It was like a disposable camera. It was back in the day. So he would always go and like take photos and then go home and get them developed. And he gets home and gets them developed. And there's a photo of him sleeping. Heck no. I would never go camping again. I don't like camping. I've never liked camping. I don't like sleeping in a tent. I don't like how exposed I feel. I can't lock my tent door. Anyone can come up and ravish me. Okay. <laughs> what? I just don't like camping. I like my sleep. I don't want it messed with. Yeah, I get that. I don't like being in uncomfortable situations. I remember growing up, every once in a while, we'd go on these like church camping trips. And it was like one of those things that like sounded fun on paper, but like it was so awful. Yeah. I remember one time going to like the gross like camp toilets. And it was dark, and you had to bring your own flashlight. And my mom went with me because I was terrified. We turned on the flashlight, and a freaking huge moth flew up and flew into my face. And I was Oof. like, I hate this. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> also, like the bathroom experience, it's not a pleasant one. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, I was always afraid I was going to like fall and be stuck there. That would probably be the worst way to die. Straight up. I know. I don't know. I don't know why I like think of like taking Olivia camping and her falling in. Like, I'm not taking her camping unless we have like a camper. Yeah, with I a would bathroom. Need, yeah, I would need my own RV. The thing that sucks glamping. Is <laughs> glamping. I really like nature. Mm. I like love like being out in the woods, but I don't want to sleep there. Yeah, you know I'm I mean? not very. I mean, my backyard's as outdoorsy as I want to get. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I want to feel secure. Yeah. And the tent just doesn't do it for me. Do you want me to read the first one, or is this you? Is this you? Uh, you can read the first one. This one says, "When I was younger, around 14 or 15 years old, my family used to camp at a state park. Every night, my friend and I would walk through the woods." He called this, quotes, the ritual. This particular night, we decided to walk further into the woods than usual. We had flashlights, but we liked to try to navigate through the woods with them turned off. We were about I know, why? We were about half a mile from the nearest campsite when we heard a soft whispering behind us. Obviously, we hit the flashlights and spun around. Didn't see anything. So we kept walking and we hear it again. This time we stop and look around a bit before we decided to head back to our campsite. Then we see what's whispering. It's a lady crawling on the ground just whispering random words. She was wearing dark clothes and was covered in dirt. When she sees that we notice her, she stands up and declares that she's looking for her campsite. We ended up walking her back to the campground and campground. Ugh, why can't I say that? and tried helping her to find her group. Turns out that she was just super drunk slash high 
and got lost trying to find a bathroom. Her friends didn't even notice she was missing. And if we didn't go that far into the woods, she would have been lost all night. It was pretty creepy. At first it seemed more sinister than it turned out to be, but so many like weird things in that story. Yeah. The thing is to like, I know myself, I'm a flight kind of person. And as soon as I my flashlight hits a girl crawling on the ground, whispering, I'm out. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I would have seen on the news the next day that there was a girl missing, and I would have been like, "Oh shit, I saw her." <laughs> but I'm out. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm help not stopping back. to be like, "Hi, miss, can we help you?" <laughs> <laughs> no, you it's, look lost. It's 1 a.m. in the middle of the woods. You're done for. <laughs> yeah, heck no. No thanks. Okay, this one says went camping in Ginny Springs in Florida about ten years ago, and someone and sometime at night I heard that sound you hear in movies slash TV of a huge tree falling. Didn't think anything of it. About ten minutes later, I started hearing lots of people talking outside my tent, so I got out and discovered that a tree fell on someone's tent kind of close by and killed them. A helicopter had to come by and lift them airlift them out. That's crazy. That's one of the biggest fears of this house is that giant tree in our front yard. Front yard. I know we have two huge trees in our front yard. It's gonna crush us. Every time it's like stormy and windy, I'm just like staring out the window, (laughs) looking for a sign. Right. Everyone to the right side of the house. (laughs) I feel like too. I'm nervous that it would fall in our house, but I'm even more nervous it would fall. Like on a neighbor's house, and like, are we responsible for that legally? I don't think it's big enough to fall on a neighbor's house, but it could fall on the street and hit someone's car. Again, is that a legal liability on our part? Our squatter neighbor would probably be sleeping inside with our luck. <laughs> crushes her. Um, this one says. Safari guide here. Woke up one morning with, quotes, something very warm, rather soft and comfy on my back. Realized my back was against the canvas of the tent. Realized it was an animal. It was a really cold winter night. Temperatures dropped close to zero when here in the low veiled WTF question mark. As I moved a bit, I heard a voice from my buddy from his tent. He spoke a bit hushed and with a definite tremble in his voice. Quotes the Afrobug, the Afrobug. Are you awake? That's their their username. Stupid me realized with a strong voice. Yes. <laughs> the animal next to me got up and luckily ran away. It was a big male lion. <gasps> oh my god! I'd cuddle with a lion if it wouldn't eat me. That's our toxic trait, though, isn't it? Yeah. We think that our energy can just tame a lion. Let us hug it. Spoon with me, lion. Ain't no way they're gonna swim with you. That's kind of a dope story, though. It is. Like, woke up being cuddled by a lion. Lion was just looking for some warmth. Yep. All right, I'm gonna go by top. <sighs> Sorry, guys. It's been a long day. It has been long. Oh no 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 no! This one's in Arizona. I'll read it. 
You can read the next one. I'll read this one next. <laughs> what does it matter? I'm going to have to listen. Okay. No, you can do it. Though. No, you do it. Okay. Went on a group. Conquer your fears. <laughs> Exposure therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Went on a group camping trip in the middle of nowhere, Arizona, only to wake up and hear something sniffing outside our tent. My immediate reaction was that it was something like a bear or some animal that came across our site. And just... And just maybe my stupid, <laughs> dumb friends didn't tie up their garbage. Seconds later, I could hear the sniffing go to the tent next to ours, and everyone in mine grabs another to quietly, uh, quietly to acknowledge we're all awake and aware of what's happening outside. Moments later, a friend in another tent popped out and started to scream and make noises. He had a gun too, hoping it would scare off whatever animal was on our site. Turns out it wasn't an animal. It was some guy who had gone through our food and coolers, also decided it'd be okay to sniff our tents. Our friend chased him off, and we immediately packed our crap and left. Yikes. That's why the only time I will go camping is if I'm a ve- in a very large friend group. Yeah, I'm not going to camp by myself. Heck no. With some, some buddies that have some guns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, how loud was the guy sniffing that you thought it was a bear? He was getting a good whiff. So weird. Ugh, I don't like that, dude. I don't either. I don't like that one bit. Who would be camping out in Arizona, though? A lot of people camp in Arizona. Up north. You know what? Okay, yeah. I'm dumb. I'm thinking, like, where we are, like, in the desert. Yeah. I mean, There are sure nice there are camping p- spots up north. One time... Me and some friends, we drove, like, we just drove all the way down Bell until it just became, like, a desert. This is when we were young and dumb. But then we were just, like, wandering around in the desert. And it was, like, very, very creepy. I didn't like it. Because it was, like, we're just out in the middle of nowhere. Like, anything can can happen out here. Yeah. And I felt very uneasy the whole time. And I was like, guys, can we just leave? I don't like this. I was like, the bummer. The bummer I'm friend. always the bummer friend because I don't like it. This is not my story. This is not how I'm going to no. be found. Enneagram 9. I want to be at home in my nine hole. Why? I don't want to be in the middle of the desert. Yeah, I'm not a seven. I'm not craving adventure. You know what I mean? No. No. No, that's a no for me, dog. All right. This one says... My family went camping every summer when I was growing up. We usually bounced between Virginia Beach and this god-awful place called Westmoreland. One trip when we were in Ostig League <laughs> near the beach, and we had two tents set up in different parts on the site. Sometime in the middle of the night, my mom woke up, which woke me up. She was sitting straight up but completely still. I looked over at what she was staring at. In the moonlight, there was the silhouette of what looked like an old woman looking into our tent. Long, wiry hair and everything. I was young, so it terrified me, and I started to ask my mom what that was, who that was outside. Once I made a noise, it spooked the, quotes, old woman, and she took off. And that's when I realized that she was actually one of the feral ponies that lived on the island. (laughs) We had set up that particular tent on their trail and they were going down the beach. How cute. Little pony. A little feral pony? Come here. (laughs) That's another thing I feel like I'd be like 
trying to not tame a pony, but our issue is we view every animal as like a our dog's cute little basset hound. Yeah, like oh, what's a Ben? It's Toby. Yeah, it's like I am glad that a lot of these posts like start out super sinister, but they have a more innocent like ending. That's it's like our vibe. You it's know? not the case for all of them. Yeah, but I don't know if I could sleep with like them all being very creepy. Yeah, isn't there like a subreddit like no sleep stories or something like that? Mm-hmm. I used to read those a lot and it like legit messed me up. I don't get that. I don't get why you would willingly do that. They're they're scary stories, but they're written and the community pretends like they're real. And that's why they're, it's like the Blair Witch. You know what I mean? Okay, so they're like made up stories, but... It's like as if they're yeah, they're fictional, but they're uh, like okay. it's almost like treated as if it was real. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, this one says we like to hike three to five miles down a trailhead in deep Georgia. One night, the temperature dropped into the low twenties, which was really rare for midfall. We got a solid fire going, and the heat mixed with a full belly put us all to sleep. I woke up to my buddy tapping my foot with a stick. I looked up at him and he nodded toward the fire. There were these two wild boar kicking up dirt around the uh, dying fire. We didn't have any sort of weaponry except a hand axe and that was out of our reach. My friend and I laid there completely silent watching these two for an hour till the fire died completely down and they moved on. If you don't know, wild boars in Georgia are easily 150 pounds, pissed all the time, and prone to gore literally anything. We were really lucky we didn't spook them. So, Toby. Yes. <laughs> See, that's one of those things, like, reading it, I'm like, that's not that scary. But I'm sure, like, in the moment, like, seeing these big animals, you're probably like, what the f-? And what were they doing? Were they trying to put out the fire? They were like, this is a hazard, guys. <laughs> they're they're smoking the, smoky the boar. <sighs> All right. This one says, what are you doing, homie? Sorry, my headphone like fell and I'm trying to. That's a creepy noise. That could have been horror movie noise. <laughs> this one says my time in the army meant I spent a ton of time in the woods in upstate New York I remember many of nights walking up to things reaching into my pockets waking up to things reaching into my pockets pulling things out from my kit body armor I'd wake up to find a raccoon pillaging my things literally unzipping pouches and such I still still swear to this day that they were organized rallied behind this giant raccoon stick who could who would sit outside and keep guard and coordinate them it's kind of interesting how like coordinated raccoons are how like agile and violent they are and they're so cute they are i don't i don't know what it is about raccoons but i they're so cute to me i don't know if it's the coloring the little raccoon eyes yeah that's like it's almost like the cuter the animal, the more like vicious they are. Mm-hmm. Like hippos. 
Hippos Whoever's so doing the PR and marketing for hippos have done a great job because I would totally try to swim with and cuddle with one, but they could literally rip me them from them. They not only could, they would. Yeah. They would enjoy it. Because you breathed wrong or looked at them. You're swimming in their lake and they fling poo with their tail. They poop and they spin their tail and it just flings, flings poo everywhere. They really are a Toby. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Sorry, some of these since we did best first and then we went to top. They're like repeats. I'm trying to find. Okay. It says, I live in a rural town surrounded by mountains and forests. So camping is almost a weekly event, even in winter. This one I can't shake is when me and a friend broke off from our group of the other 16 to 19 year olds to camp by a better fishing spot about a mile away. We only brought one tent for the group, so we built a lean-to against. We built a lean-to against a large boulder in a clearing. That sounds like such a bad idea. Yeah. All of it. Everything about it. Uh, I couldn't sleep because I had the feeling that something was watching us. I assumed it was a mountain lion, which wasn't that big of a deal considering their behavior. So I threw some more logs in the fire. I looked up from the fire, and under the light of a full moon, there was a man standing at the edge of the clearing about 80 yards away. I was frozen and couldn't take my eyes off of him while he assumedly stared back. He walked off in the opposite direction after about a minute or two. I doubt he had any ill intentions, but I sat there holding my friend's 357 the whole night. Isn't that crazy that, like... There's nothing scarier than humans. Yeah. Because humans can, like, kill you, but make it the most drawn-out, excruciating experience. Yeah. Like, deliberately. Whereas, like, if you get killed by a bear, it's scary, it's gonna suck, but they're just gonna eat you. Yeah, they're not... They're not doing it with malicious intent. It's He's like not going to take you to his bare basement and torture you and rape you for six months. Yeah. Maybe that was weird to say, but... But that's things that, like, unfortunately do happen. That's just so weird. Humans are the worst. It's just, like... I don't want to get philosophical right now. This is a weird post to get philosophical on. But just, like... The level of evil and depravity that humans can get to is legitimately terrifying to me. It is. It makes me terrified like raising a kid in this world. I know. And it, it stinks because I feel like there's just I don't know. It's like a I don't know surprise when people are actually nice and wholesome and kind. Yeah. Which is so sad. I think there's good people. There's a lot of like gray. You know what I mean? Of yeah. people that aren't necessary. Like they're not going to kill you, but they're like they'll yell at you in a store. Yeah. For you know if they're angry, they're not like necessarily good people. And then there's like evil people. And it's, I don't know. It's just weird. I'm, I'm interested 
at like how and why people get there is it like are you just born that way is, right. it, is it the decisions you made um maybe it's both i don't know i think there's more good people than bad people out there but just like the experiences that you hear yeah. of like lives and people being affected well and it's like that thing like you're more it's more not acceptable but it's you're more likely to share a negative experience over a good one. And it takes 10 good experiences to outweigh the one negative. Yeah. So it's like a lot of these like evil, nefarious stories of people are sensationalized because maybe it's like, I don't know, so yeah. rare. Cause I think that's a good point. Like, I go to I go to Chili's. I get my two for twenty. It's delicious. I'm not telling anybody about it. We have not gone to Chili's in years. If I go to Chili's and there's a cockroach in my salad, I'm writing a one star Yelp review. Dad, you know they what I'm didn't saying? give me my refill of my diet coke. <laughs> Just kidding. Is this on mine? Yeah. This one said it was two a.m. Pitch dark, low fire. We heard rustling in the woods. Flashlights pan out, and all of a sudden, a mole comes running towards us and into the fire. We could hear it sizzling while we were all screaming. The next day, the charred body was burned with a proper funeral. Buried with a proper funeral. Homie just committed Harry Carey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Poor mole. He found a way out, and he took it. I can't live in these woods anymore. <laughs> okay, this is... I once had to pee in a rogue cow that was roaming the woods, stared at me dead in the eyes while I was squatting. It was pretty disturbing, and I'm pretty sure it went and told all of its cow friends. Dead. It's not creepy at all. It isn't. But it's another thing where you're, like, you're in a vulnerable position peeing. I'm assuming it's a woman if she was squatting. And like anything in the woods at anything night is scary. In the, yeah. How about having a large thing staring at you that could totally just ram into you and charge? There's a couple I'm skipping. Um, my dog absolutely lost it on a nice hike. Like she was scared for her life and would have ran into the woods had she not been on a leash. Luckily that she didn't pull me over and run away. My mom and I are pretty sure that there must have been a, a mountain lion stalking us and the dog could smell it. Scary as F because we didn't see anything and it had just been us alone. Who knows what would have happened. It's the what ifs that are the scariest, you know? Mm-hmm. This next one's really long. Yeah, Let's skip, skip it. Skip it. Okay, so it says, oops. I was out walking around the bush hunting for upland birds. I walked through a bit of a valley to as a shortcut to get to another area when I came across a guy standing on a trail with an AR-15 at the ready position. Instantly, the hair on my back of my neck stood up, instinctively knowing that this wasn't a place I wanted to be, trying to stay, trying my best to stay calm. Hey, just out here bird hunting. What are you doing? Fine. Long pause. I'm hunting deer. Deer season wasn't open. AR-15s are not legal for deer. And he wasn't dressed for deer hunting either. 
As a matter of fact, he looked homeless, hadn't changed his clothes or bathed or shaved in several days. Obviously, he looked emancipated. Think of the scariest 50-year-old meth addict you can think of and put an AR-15 in his hands and you're probably close. Uh, do you know the best way for me to find some birds? Well, I imagine you might find some back the way you came. His voice got noticeably sharper. His his voice got noticeably sharper with the back of sharper. <laughs> sharper. <laughs> with the back the way you came, and I obviously took the hint. I don't know if there was a meth lab or what or what just down the trail, but I was certainly happy to leave. I reported the incident to the sheriff the next day, but I don't know that anything ever came with it. <sighs> Stayed calm and collected. What up, my guy? You hunting too? <laughs> right. My dude, what's good? What are we hunting out here? I don't think I, I, I don't know if I would have just like tried to turn around as quietly as possible. I wouldn't be in that situation just because I don't hunt. I don't get the appeal of it. Yeah, me neither. I don't know if that's a controversial yet brave stance to take, but I do not understand hunting at all. Yeah. Um, we got time for a couple more. We are at an hour. Should we switch to something a little more wholesome? Should we end with an am I the a-hole or should we? Let's do it. Let's see. You read it. You might have to give me a minute. Time is yours. In the meantime, I'm trying to think of another scary story. Oh yeah, I guess we could kind of share... Like a. What's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? I've probably blocked out of my mind so I can sleep at night. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. You know what's kind of a creepy thing that happened to us? Hmm. Is when we lived in the apartment. And one night we just heard this like screaming for like five minutes straight, like terrifying screaming. And I can't remember if we called 911 or not, but I just remember being terrified. And it was when you were working at the church and you had like a 5 a.m. like call time. And you were like too freaked out to leave me there. So I remember for like a month or two, you would drive me. Like I would pack a bag the night before. You would have me, I would wake up with you and you would go. You would drop me off at my parents' house because they live close by. And then you go to work because yeah. you didn't want me staying at the apartment by myself. No way. I don't know what was going on. It was just, that apartment was just creepy. There was a lot of creepy stuff about that apartment. I remember one time you texted me when I was at work and like one of the apartments got raided. There was like a bunch of cop cars you couldn't leave. I think you needed to run an errand or something and you couldn't leave because there was like a bunch of cop cars and like one was like blocking your car. Yeah. That wasn't scary to me. That was entertaining. I remember like our. Our patio had like a, had like a screen on like it, like a screen, so like you could see out, but people couldn't see in. And I was just like, I think it was my day off, so I was sitting out there drinking coffee, like watching it go down. I was like, yeah, this is dope. Real life cops. I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't know if I'm like you, and I blocked, blocked scary events from my memories. Like I'm sure I've been in scary moments. But I feel like all in all, I've been like had a pretty safe life. I remember one time I had a friend named RJ and we had 
the blockbuster summer movie pass. So there was this section in blockbuster that you could rent whatever, you know, whatever movie in that section you could rent as many movies per, per day as you wanted. You could take one at a time, essentially. Um, it's kind of like old school ghetto Netflix. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember one time we had like, we would always ride our bikes up there because obviously we were kids. We didn't have cars. And I remember on the way home, there was like a car that was like chasing us. What? Yeah. It was like super sketchy. And I just remember like his dad would always have the garage door open and he would do like, he smoked a lot of cigarettes and like had like a bunch of wood, wood shop tools. And so his garage door was open. So we just like flew in the garage and the, the car just like drove past. Yeah, because terrifying. Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't have a lot of scary things. Ooh, I do remember one. Um, so this was around the time of like when all the Slender Man stuff would come out. You Is know this what something I mean? I'm going to want to hear? It's not that scary. Okay. It's kind of silly. Um, I had a friend that his house backed like some undeveloped land well it wasn't undeveloped it was like previous previous farmland or something i don't know but it was like wasn't used anymore and there was like an old mill that was just like abandoned and so we were like young dumb adventurous kids and we hopped the fence and we were like exploring the old mill and there was like this old like couch that had like was falling apart and I just remember like something on the couch like moved and uh, we all just like dipped heck no. like like we were not those kids that like stayed around to see what was going on we yeah, just I ran don't, I don't need to find out I'm trying to find like an am I the a-hole that would be funny to read or not funny but Actually, there was one that I saw that before we said we were going to do scary things that I saw that I thought was kind of Let's do it. wild. It's not like scary or anything. It's just kind of like a funny, weird, wild situation. So am I the a-hole for calling out my husband's co-worker's wife for trying to flush a maxi pad down our toilet? I'm still pretty mad at the whole ordeal. My husband's co-worker and his wife are both mad at us and think I humiliated her, but I think the lack of common sense is what did it. My husband and I recently hosted a cookout at our house for his co-workers. He gets along pretty well with most of them and enjoys hosting. His co-worker's wife, Julia, goes into the hallway bathroom, comes back. I end up going after her and I notice the toilet is clogged and starting to overflow. Something large and white is stuck. I use the plunger to unclog it, and lo and behold, it's a very large, bloody maxi pad. Julia was the last person to use the bathroom, so I come out and ask her if she tried to flush a pad down the toilet. She got out, or she got embarrassed and said yes, and I told her that she needed to go clean up the mess that she made. There was water all over the floor with parts of her pad and blood everywhere. I asked her if no one's ever taught her not to flush a pad. We have a septic tank and those cost thousands of dollars to repair. You don't flush pads, especially not the extra large ones. It's not like she tried to flush, flush a panty liner or something. Julia cried and her husband yelled at me, but who does that, especially at someone else's house? 
Husband's two female co-workers came to my defense and pretty much said it was stupid of her to do that. Julia half-heartedly cleaned up the mess and her and her husband left quickly. All of their co-workers think Julia shouldn't have done that, but my husband and his co-worker are having a feud about it. Um, edit. We have a septic tank. Septic tank repairs can easily go for around $10,000. Julia also has a septic tank, so she knows better. When I asked if she would flush a pad down at her own house, she said no. She said she did it because there was no trash can in there and she didn't want to walk her pad into a different trash can. The trash can from the bathroom was outside being washed because a different coworker got vomit on it. It's one of those parties. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think saving her some embarrassment would be worth paying thousands of dollars to repair. Also, she saw the toilet was clogged and decided to walk off and leave it for someone else. I'm dead because the top comment said that too. Like, geez, what kind of party was this? Another co- co-worker vomited in the trash can. Was everyone hammered? And then the girl says, the only one drinking was the drunk guy. It was 11 a.m. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Is your life okay, buddy? Um, Septic tank. Septic tank. Septic tank. That means you're out there. Yeah. You are not on city sewage. Yeah. I have learned recently because you are in the real estate world that cesspools are an actual thing yeah cesspools exist mostly in new york new jersey i did not know that and i remember you were talking about them and i was like i thought that was just like a like diss of like oh the dating scene here is a cesspool you know what i mean like i didn't know it was like an actual thing yeah same here learned some new things well, I don't know. I mean, on one hand, it kind of sucks that the trash can was out of commission. Like, I don't know. I've, I'm not a woman, so I haven't been in that situation. But what would you do? I would have wrapped it very well and discreetly, like, carried it by my side and then just thrown it away, like, in the nearest trash can I could find. So you think she probably wasn't thinking... She was probably just like trying to like not get embarrassed, but ended up embarrassing herself way yeah. more. I would never think to flush a maxi pad. What ever. was messed up is that when it was overflowing, she just left it. Yeah. That like, she was just like, this is someone else's problem. We can trace it back to you, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> You're the last person in the bathroom. I have been in a situ- similar situation without maxi pads. This was when I was a kid. Do tell. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. So we were at. I think it was a. <laughs> I don't know. It was a Halloween party or a Halloween party or a holiday party? I don't know. It was around the time that were like people were making pumpkin pies, and it was like a church group when I was a kid. And we were at these people's house, and someone brought like a homemade pumpkin pie. And I was like, I love pumpkin pie. I'm going to dip it and dig into this. And I started eating it and literally like, even thinking about it now makes me want to vomit. <laughs> that bad, huh? It was like, you know when you like carve a pumpkin and pull everything out? Like the strings. The strings, yeah. It was like the strings. Yuck. Like I'm literally about to gag, dude. <laughs> and I was like, I cannot eat this. I don't want to offend someone. I don't want to throw it away in front of them. So I was like, gotta go to the bathroom and like tried to flush it down the toilet. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like flush the pie down the toilet. 
and it started to like overflow and I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> and I, there was like no plunger in there and I ended up grabbing like this, there was a scrubbing brush. You pulled a Nancy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I like scrubbing brushed it and it went down. I'm referring to Nancy from Love is Blind. I'm sure everyone gets it. If you've made it this far into the podcast, you are a trooper. You are a true fan. You love us no matter what. Yeah. Um, so wait, who was the who was asking if they were the a hole? The host for yeah, embarrassing them for embarrassing them and like kind of causing a scene. I wouldn't have caused a scene. Well, I don't know if they did, but I, I mean, been they, like, yo, come on, man, this isn't cool. I feel like I would have discreetly pulled her aside and been like, hey, I know you were the last person to use. Yeah. The bathroom. Like, that's not cool. I think the fact that she, like, had an intervention with everybody. That, yeah, it was kind of messed up. I mean, I guess. Everyone I... gather around. Nancy, come on in. <laughs> Maxie Pat is, like, at the middle of the room. She has display. it with tongs. <laughs> She's holding the Maxie Pat. Open your soaked. purse. <laughs> I can trace the brand back to the ones in your purse. Extra large, yep. <laughs> Knew it. Absolutely. Heavy good. flow. This is it. I'm dying. I don't know what I would do in that situation if I was the host. And, like, that, like, I don't know. Luckily, we're on public city sewage, so I don't have to worry about, like, a septic tank repair. But I don't know what I would do if, like, our toilet was overflowing and somebody, like, was going to cause us a bunch of money and damage. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how cool... Or pissed off I would be about it I remember I'll have to ask him the the full story because I'm gonna butcher it but it was I don't I don't know I don't like to say names just because I don't know what people are cool with but um, Casey I'll I'll say Casey and um, he this was when like before I knew him but he had a childhood friend um, named Justin. And, like, apparently one one day, like, Justin, like, over, like, clogged and overflowed the toilet and didn't say anything about it. And, like, completely, like, ruined their downstairs or something <gasps> like that. And they had to, like, do a bunch of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Clog something, say something, you know? Yeah. I hope I'm never in a situation... Where I clog something, it overflows, and I'm, like, stuck. Yeah. Like. I get it's an embarrassing situation, but it's going to be more embarrassing and costly if they trace it back to you. (laughs) That also reminds me of, like, I'll have to show you after this, but there's, like, a bunch of, there's, like, an SNL skit of that, like, um, where, like, the dad's like, I'm not mad at anyone, but this is a lot of damage, and it looks like this person clogged the toilet and, like, caused a bunch of damage. And, like, he's like, did any of you girls do that? And they're like, oh, my God, gross, ew. And then this one girl comes down, like, super soaking wet. Like, <laughs> clearly it was her. And she's like, oh, wow, how weird. No, yeah, I, I have no idea. I have no idea who could have done that. Maybe it was Beth over there. And it's just, yeah. like, the funniest thing. Well... I think this is, might be the longest podcast we've ever had. Yeah. It's just the the fire sitting outside. It's the vibes. It's nice. It is. It's very cold as well. Yeah, I'm getting a little cold. 
think I'm ready to head back in. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, I hope tonight was different in a, in a little bit of a good way. Kind yeah. of freshen things up. Changes always can go either yeah. way. Yeah. For I mean, the Halloween spook season. We're gonna go back to normal next week. Yeah, for sure. But uh, it just feels right doing something a little different every now and then with the season, you know, with the holiday. Maybe we'll do something cheery around Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. We'll think of something special. We'll find some nice, like, Thanksgiving in my video whole posts. Ooh, some family drama. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. Well, thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. Have a good uh, Spooktober. Bye. Bye.